Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. is that anyone attempting to leave them out should be shot on sight. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to, after a little discussion, Gatecast episode 186, Threads. A slight change of plans, it should have been the GIF, but after I realised we were getting a little out of sync, thanks to the Storm and the Eye double feature we did earlier in the season, I decided to alter the running order a little. Hello, good evening, and welcome to what is a bit of a marathon episode, and we have our regular contributor. I think you've gone beyond guest at this point. Yeah, it feels like it at times, yeah. Good evening, Jeffrey. Good evening. Welcome to the show. As Alan says, this is a slightly extended episode, so uh, I hope everybody's comfortable. Yes, everyone's sitting comfortably. I'm actually reading, uh, I don't know if you've uh, taken a look at it, first trade hardback of Dresden Files. I think I bought them as, you know, individual issues. He says in the introduction he feels the artwork they got Harry bang on. That's how he's always pictured him. But I'm sorry, to me, Harry will always be uh, the guy that played him in the show. Yeah, Blackthorn. Yeah. Because I saw the show before I read any of the books, that's how I'm always going to picture him. I'd read the first book before watching the show, but the show I felt close enough to what I was picturing in the book that overlaid it. Well, it surprised me when when Murphy turned out to be a blonde in the book. (laughs) (laughs) That's strange. I'm sure people thought the same, but opposite when they saw the show. It's like, huh? Yeah. What irritated me about the show was that the Blue Beetle suddenly became a rather battered-looking uh, soft-top Jeep. Yeah, it did. I forgot about that. Anyway, shall we... Um... Yep, we'll get it started. Jeff's got somewhere to be. Mexican restaurant on the north side of Milwaukee. <laughs> Where are you now? Southwest. <laughs> You're in Southie? Does Milwaukee have a Southie? Not really. <laughs> I'm almost at the outside edge of Milwaukee County, and i got to go almost to the northern edge of the county to get to the restaurant to meet my friends. At least some of you heard that, Mike. Yeah. It was an echo? Yeah, definitely. Significant. Hmm. Like I say, it might not turn up on the uh, raw feed of your end, but I heard it. Good. I'm not imagining it. Anywho. Anywho. Did you say that twice, or...? No, I did not. <laughs> Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Okay, we'll do things a little bit different this week, considering we've got an extended episode. We'll do the feedback first. That'll leave us to do threads and then call it a day. We'll start on Facebook. A little bit of feedback for Reckoning Part 2. Evelyn Duncan posted, Part I concentrate on is a battle between Daniel and Replicator. I replied, yes, each character faces a situation as they have in the previous eight years. Jack is fire and brimstone. Sam, the pure intelligence and force of nature when required, and Tilk, the tactician and warrior. Daniel is using his will, his mind, and his very soul to overcome a cold and mechanical intelligence. Evelyn replied, and that's why I will always love Daniel. Yes, a very successful payoff to eight years of story building and friendship alliances. Every character doing what they do best, as Mike previously said. Very, very happy with this art conclusion, and can't wait to listen to the episode later today. Brad also posted on Facebook... Gatecast episode 64, Crystal Skull. Great little one-off episode where we see some more of Daniel's backstory and how he went down the same path as his grandfather, even knowing what happened to him. 
some great comedic moments, and the Asgard theme playing through it seems off. Well worth a re-listen. I replied, Jan Rubes was excellent, and the performance and writing really worked to make him grandad. Okay then, that's a bit of promo, and then we'll jump straight back to Threads. Tired of your everyday commute? Wish you knew what movies to watch? We offer you Flash Pulp! Three to ten minutes of fiction, brought to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings, with goodies every Sunday with Three Day Fish, who is always listening. Anyway, if everyone is ready. Yep. Yep, all set to go. Ever a tree, ever a doe, ever a hen, clicky. Fade out. Fading on previously on Stargate SG One. Something neither one of us can admit, given our working relationship or military ranks. Yes, we get a few clips from various episodes. Soulful gaze between the captain and the colonel. Yeah, divide or conquer. Grace, drop me pen. That's not an episode. Oh, bless boy Jacob. What's his name? No one. Harming. <laughs> Classic. Pete. Pete. Pete Shanahan. He's a cop. Pete. Ah, poor Pete. It's not going to last. No. <laughs> Poor dopey looking Pete. Nothing I've ever done seems to have changed anything. There is really only one thing we can ever truly control. Whether we are good or evil. Oh, Meridian. Classic Daniel episode where he dies. Yes, <laughs> appropriate that we were discussing that the movie off air. You know, Daniel dies at the end. <laughs> Last year you died. I'm dead. Actually, you ascended to a higher plane of existence. Uh... Full circle and the fallen. Ooh. Replicators. Here we go. The reckoning. We're nearly there. Yes, replicator. And when that time comes, you will be faced with a choice. Watch it, Daniel. Ow! Oh, dead again. <laughs> of the fleet disengaged in battle with the replicators. Take it back at all costs. Oh. The girls go wild. Supposed to be happy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now you've got mental image of sci-fi Chris in an episode of The Girls Gone Wild in my head. Thank you. <laughs> you think Daniel had something to do with it? I don't know. I gotta agree with Brad. The big matte painting for Takara is gorgeous. Yeah, it was fantastic. And so is that. So is that one. That's beautiful. That is. <laughs> Let's get all the spaceship goodness. You, you gotta love the traditional approach here. You know. You must be warm though. He's yeah. wearing all that thick cloth and the robes and everything. We've known for some time that the Jaffa cannot be trusted anymore. The remaining army of Cull Warriors still stand an excellent chance of retaking Takara and then. Worse than failure. Oh, he's in a human body again. Yep, Anubis, played by Rick Caballo, one of many actors who have played, played <laughs> the part over the last few years. You have betrayed me. Did you not think I would know what you had done? How can you still underestimate my powers? Your methods were ultimately unnecessary. Not when there was another way of defeating the replicators. I will spare your life for the moment. Oh dear. Mm, yes, he's been up to some of that on it. <laughs> he's angry. Little penicillin isn't going to clear that up, is it? Nice glinting on the black contacts, isn't there? Thanks to the modifications you've made to the Stargate, I will destroy every living thing in this galaxy. Syphilis is getting a little too far for him. 
Yeah, time for a trade-in. I do not understand. You could have modified the Stargate yourself. You have no way of knowing what is necessary and what is not in the grand design. <laughs> yeah. That's a villain monologue. Whose grand design? Mine. Well, maybe that was just a bit overdramatic, Lovey. But it does actually tell us a lot about what Anubis is and isn't capable of. It's really intense brown eyes on uh, Simon there. you got to assume he can't take possession of a gold body. No. Surely the symbiote would then give him some extra healing power. Maybe him and a gold and human all in the one brain is too much for the, the human brain to deal with. Yeah, it could just <laughs> pop. <laughs> and he stalks away and leaves you, man. I mean, like, so you're going to leave a ghoul standing there with a throne available? Really? <laughs> he is still alive, which is more than most people. Okay, then. Threads. Season 8, episode 18 of Stargate SG-1. The story is by Rob C. Cooper himself, with excerpts by Damien Kindler, directed by Andy Makita. At its world premiere in the UK, February the 8th, 2005. Australia, March the 3rd. The US got it March the 11th, Canada June the 1st, France August the 5th, and as a little bonus, Germany January the 8th, 2006. As always, you get bonus dates because I've got bugger all else to say. <laughs> Few shows with episodes of the same name, Craft in America, White Collar, Sci Factor and Leaving Home. And that's it. So luckily they're walking up the ramp, going through the gate, and we're, we're done. I'm now describing the episode. <laughs> Woman, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, why, hello. Ah, oh, Braytac. Pardon? Braytac's in this. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were mistaking her for Braytac. Then Braytac, no. you've changed. You've changed, man. <laughs> Sorry, sir. They say you were with someone I didn't want to interrupt. What's up? Who was it? Um, Carrie Johnson. CIA. I heard the name. Mm. Yeah, but you're curious, weren't you, woman? Yes. <laughs> Little bit of jealousy. That's the CIA uh, operative he's spending an awful lot of time with. They sent a cute girl to talk to Jack. <laughs> we haven't heard from him in a week. Doesn't mean anything. Sir, we know he was captured by replicators. Chances are he was on board a replicator ship when it disintegrated. All we know for sure is that he's missing. Whose glasses are those on the table? Jack. Multicolored glasses. Cornishell <laughs> glasses. Is it? Okay. How many times have you thought he was gone and then he shows up? in one form or another. I'm sorry, but we're not having a memorial service for someone who is not dead. You hear that? I'm not buying it. Jack's been through this many a time. Yeah. <laughs> He's convinced Daniel's not dead. Sam, not so sure. What? He's just waiting for us to say a bunch of nice things about him. Next thing you know, he'll come waltzing through that door. Like, right now. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> What are the odds? Come on, work it out. Don't give your superior officer that crazy look. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I gave it to Hammond many a time. Mm-hmm. However, it did look at the door, though. You did. True. Because you never know, do you? No. no. Turn the lights down a bit. Mm. They're a valuable house. I wondered if you pronounce it right. <laughs> That's an awful short. Um... I read somewhere, did you say it to me, Jeff, that this is actually the Waffle House that they use in Deadlight? Yeah, yeah, it is. He even sits in the same booth they usually sit in. Go to the studios, a huge billboard saying, you know, kind of home of uh, Stargate SG-1, Atlantis and Deadlight Me. Same Deadlight Me got killed. That looks like the same booth, all right, yeah. Yeah, we've got two more seasons and a little TV movie. Not so bad. Oh, 
Daniel's kind of there. So, what can I get for you? I saw something in the trivia somewhere that Daniel ends up ordering waffles as a small nod to the fact that it's their waffle house. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers Braytak of Chulak and Tilk of the Tari. For your enduring courage and vision. For the strength of will that has brought us to freedom from the Gwaud. They win one little battle. Yeah. What little battle? Well, it's like Star Wars. They had that big parade and got medals, and all they did was destroy one Death Star. <laughs> oh, is that all? The rest of the Empire is still out there. <laughs> the, the rest of the whole Star Fleet is still out there. And we just saw on uh, Nubis' homeworld, he's got four or five mothers in there ready to go. Yeah, this is like retaking Guernsey during the Second World War and celebrating a great <laughs> victory over the uh, Nazis. Charge <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. Doesn't really mean much. There's still plenty out there who are willing to kill you. Mm -hmm. Now, surely the last thing Free Jafar want to do is kneel before anyone? <laughs> yes. You know, does that not sort of defeat the purpose? You may kiss my ring. Kiss my baldy head. <laughs> Polish my dome. And we'll leave it there, I think. Oh, God. Mike. <laughs> Although it's kind of impressive. They got uh, Isaac Hayes here. They get Samuel Lasset Jr. Uh, they have some pretty big names to fill out the Jaffa ranks these last couple seasons. Hail, Brother Braytak! Yeah! Hail, Brother Tuke! Zeke Hail, Zeke Hail! Probably every extra in all of Vancouver there. Yeah. Are you reading from a script provided for you by Campy Lobactor? <laughs> hey, look at all the extras we got. Cheers, louder. We can't see Joy replicate people in the oh my. Even got a few female Jafar. But they seem rather thinly scattered. Except for that guy in the background there, he doesn't look very happy at all. No. No, he looks like he fell asleep. He actually looks like he needs to pee. <laughs> How come I got guard duty? <laughs> I need pee. Oh, look at that. Nice. Mm. That's good solid ground when you land one of those, isn't it? You don't <laughs> really want it crumbling beneath you. No. Then part too close, so you, they can't open the ramp. And after all that expensive CGI, a little stock footage. Can't say that I blame him. Ah, look who it is. Hey, Pete. Hey. Hi. Thank you, Airman. Mr. DeLuise, David. Something horrible is going to happen to him, isn't it? Despite yes. what Amanda said to me a few weeks ago. <laughs> Do I get to go through the Stargate? <laughs> what planet are we going to? You don't get to go through the Stargate. Okay. I'm a little disappointed. Still, full security clearance and all access passed, SGC. This must be big. Oh, it's big. Yeah, come on. Surely they could take him through just the one. Yeah. Pete Shanahan, Jacob Carter. Dad, th this is Pete. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't expecting that, was he? That, that, that's the old shit expression. <laughs> <laughs> stammer, stammer. It's an honor to meet you, sir. Really. Why didn't you tell me? I didn't want you to be nervous. Why would I? I wouldn't. I, I've been dying to meet you. I think it was Sam that was nervous. It, how did not telling me help? It didn't. That's the way this conversation is going. Stammer, stammer. The subtitle actually said stammer, stammer. <laughs> that was a total sandbagging on Sam's part. Yeah. Oh, he's got verbal. 
You really got one of those things in your head? If by one of those things you mean a 2,000-year-old Tokra symbiote? Yes. Seriously. Come on. That has got to freak you right out sometimes. It's weird. Yeah, quirky expression. <laughs> it sounds like a good plan. Is he going to do the sound like thing? Pete's basically <laughs> just having to talk to fill in the gap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Pete. Oh, just stop talking. I mean, you think he was? Uh, you wouldn't think he was an expert police interrogator, would you? No, not really. And back to Daniel before the awkward level goes completely off the charts. Okay, I'll have the truth with a side order of clarity, please. The replicator version of Sam was in your head trying to access the knowledge buried in your subconscious. But you gained control of her instead. She killed you to stop you. That's where I stepped in. How's that? Well, that's rather straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> that's unusual for Omer. Customer comes first, you know. So I'm ascended again. Not exactly. Uh, yeah, Daniel's like, uh, what? <laughs> Hang on. Fella known it were that easy. <laughs> Waffles. Bacon on the side? No, I remember this place. You should, it came from your mind. My grandfather brought me here after my parents' funeral. I had waffles. Waffles it is. Wait. Waffles. So, after that, we're having waffles. <laughs> yeah, but these are yes. mutant American waffles, not proper predate ones. Hey, waffles come out of the freezer and go in the toaster, right? Yep. How deep is the river if you cannot see the bottom? Deeper than the coffee in my cup, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he better be a good dipper. Because <laughs> we know who that is, don't we? We do. He's my favorite one for the role. A warmie with a moldy lid and two checkerboards, all right? Okay, that sounds interesting, doesn't it? I have no clue what that means. Waffles. That is a fine art of communication. <laughs> no, that is the ascended art of communication. Now that it is here. It is not here, brother. The balance of power has shifted to it. Our victory here at Dakara has turned the tide. Jafar everywhere are abandoning the old ways, coming to see the Goa'uld for the false gods they are. Be careful with that. Don't dismantle the universe destroying device. Yeah. What happens if I push this down? Ooh, this bit comes up. Yes, now Sargate's dial and uh, suddenly all the redheads are dead. <laughs> That's Eric Cartman's dream. <laughs> yes, can we destroy all the universes? That'd be useful, wouldn't it? Solve a hell of a lot of problems. So consumed were we in attaining freedom that we did not plan nearly enough for its aftermath. The Jafar have fought with each other for so long that uniting them as one may prove as difficult a task as convincing them to free themselves from the Goa'uld. Generations of war and mistrust will not be healed overnight. Indeed. If we do not organize quickly, freedom will become anarchy. The high priests are proposing a leadership be assembled. Yes, you eliminate all the ghouls, you also eliminate all the symbiotes, which means 99% of the Jafar keel over. Yes, welcome to the uh, Jafar version of the UN. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tilk. Anarchy. Mm. Yes, they really haven't planned very well. It's come as rather a shock for yes, them. Well, they didn't actually expect to win. I doubt they did. Well, I know they definitely didn't expect to win. Yeah, they were like, we have another two seasons to win. <laughs> They probably expected, you know, like a long drawn out fire planet battle with you know, system lords mm -hmm. as they went, increasing their armies, whereas this has come, well, until a couple of weeks ago, we hadn't even heard of Gara. Yeah, I mean, I think they were expecting to see their sons or their grandsons. Yeah. The advantage of a Jafar lifetime is they can do that. Right. That's assuming they pull Ryak away from being basically the only guy in a whole camp of women. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Well, Rag is married, and I can't imagine the uh, wife is going to be too happy about him going around fertilizing random Jafar people. I don't know, you watch Defiant. She seems very happy about her husband. Be given infinite status. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Red thing in the trivia, and I want to see if I can find it in the newspaper. That's okay, keep it. I'm done. Thanks. No problem. There you go. Wraith article. According to Wiki, the paper that Daniel is reading reads Wraith on the way to Atlantis, along with a screenshot of the long range sensor display we've seen in the Atlantis episode, The Brotherhood. It shows the three hive ships. Full of spelling mistakes as well. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny when I saw their spelling mistakes and the headlines and stuff. Is everything okay? Oh dear. I'm just not very hungry. I've been pretty quiet. Well, what can you expect, Sam? After meeting Pete, he is absolutely speechless. Dad. What? It's been two hours since Pete left. You haven't said a word. I did so. He seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate and descriptive. How are you going to marry him? Oh, God, no. Something horrible is really going to happen to him now. Unfortunately, he knows how she feels about Jack. Mm-hmm. I know how happy he makes you. That's all that matters to me. I'll dump him now. Okay, Daddy. Okay. Come on, Jacob. Tell her. She can do better. Selmak really liked him. Selmak? Yeah. And he's a great judge of character. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. <laughs> Blue Jello. Why isn't he eating? It's been a long day. I don't know what they're eating. I think I'm going to turn in early. Are you sure nothing else is wrong? Yeah. I'll see you in the morning. Night. Well, yeah, I think Jack declared that there could only be blue jello. Some of them have flavor. Looking back now, you can see that Jacob isn't quite right. Ah, Jack's cabin. <laughs> Phone rings. Phone rings again. Jack got a very hairy arm. Are we going to see the CIA person in bed with Jack? I think so. <laughs> we might. Have patience. What? Sorry to wake you, sir. Tilk's back, and it sounds like we have a problem. I know it. Yes, Tilk's back, and we've got a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be there as soon as I can. Last time he came to Stargate, he just lost his uh, spaceship. Mm. <laughs> the morning after. Jack's not a morning bird. <laughs> no, he never has been, has he, really? Okay, then. He's wearing a vest to bed with the girlfriend. Please don't be wearing socks. What was that? Yep, there we go. Trouble in Jaffa land. Gotta go. Never mind, love. I'm just going to bend your head forward a bit. You can wake me up. <laughs> Kerry Johnson is played by Claire Carey. She's been in Coach, Chuck, Revenge, Castle, Charmed, Jericho and Point Pleasant. Very busy actress. You know about this? Yes. You're not going to do anything about it? You know I can't. Well, I'm certainly not just going to sit here and let this happen. Waffles with butter. That actually makes me hungry. Well, you used to get bird's eye potato waffles. They used to be beautiful, they did. I still do, I had some tonight. Oh, I entered them for years. <laughs> like I said, freezer to toaster. And you could put beans in the little squares. And uh, I, I took some chicken breasts and covered them in chilli flakes, oregano, uh, mixed spices and roast them. Sold at 180 Celsius for 20 minutes. You know the rules. The only thing one puts on waffles is butter and maple syrup. And maybe whipped cream. 
I'm trying to imagine maple syrup on boards of potato waffles. Yeah, make me nauseous. <laughs> no. The potato waffles were basically chips, really. <laughs> a lot healthier than chips. Very low in saturated oh, fat. Yeah, yeah. Like a Yiddish potato pancake thing that's really good. Welcome to the Stargate Cookery Club. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Eat your waffles. <laughs> Omer has spoken. No syrup? There's no syrup for naughty little boys. Nobody else is going to speak. He's got to try, though. What else can he do? Hi, how's it going? I'm, uh, Daniel Jackson. Yes, this is me. <laughs> I can sign it for you. Sorry to bother you, I just wanted to know if I could borrow your syrup. Although, technically, I know it's not going to be borrowing because I'm not actually going to give back what I use. <sighs> Enjoy your meal. You're going to give it back? What is she eating? Pancake. With strawberries, by the looks of it. That's a bloody big pancake. That's an American diner, isn't it? Yeah. I've been in IHOP. They're not going to talk to you. Why not? Who are they? Others. You're not one of them yet. You mean ancients? A couple of them. What are they doing here? Watching. Me. Me too. I told you before, they're always watching. You wanted some motor oil? This is an interesting idea. It's a bit like the Q continuum on uh, yeah. DNG. That is a good analogy. How did they show something so alien to our reality? Mm. They like to watch. I'm telling you, Campylobacter's been infecting you. <laughs> and why has here suddenly got this funky arm bracelet thing? What's the hold of Zat? He doesn't have a Zat in there. And that's what he got when he got knighted. <laughs> so we wanted to try to figure out how the device worked in case we ever needed something like it again. Great. Well, now the Jaffa have something that can blow up the entire universe with the push of a button. The Jaffa will defend Dakara with their lives. You want to explain to me why they don't want to wreck it? The ruins of Dakara have become a symbol of freedom. Much more the Jaffa believe that the device's power helped free them by destroying the replicators. They also believe that controlling this power will help ensure their freedom in the future. Yeah, that's the problem. That The gate system doesn't cover every planet and every star system. There could be millions of replicators still out there. Thousands and millions of everything still out there. <laughs> it's a big galaxy, it's a big universe. <laughs> well, let's see. The ultimate mm. weapon. What should we do with it? It's ours, isn't it? Yes, it is. Let's do nothing with it. Yay! <laughs> Yeah, because controlling weapons of mass destruction is always a good idea. Well, it's not too bad if you're the only one that's got them. Hmm. Indeed. Thank you. Now, what would really be impressive if this was the Atlantis and the phone went off? <laughs> I must point out that would not be a good first step in relations between the Tari and the newly formed Free Jafar Nation. Might be a bit awkward. <laughs> Why don't you do it? They already hate the Tokra. To be honest, a plan may already be in the works. But as you know, Selmak and I aren't fully in the loop any longer. Mm. <clears throat> yes, you're going to need to come up with a better name than that. <laughs> Good point, Jack. Yeah, poor Jack. Now he's got to deal with politics. Apparently it's urgent. Oh. <laughs> um. Hello, Walter. Why is he protecting his uh, bits? He's got bad news. <laughs> oh, look, Peter Deloise in the background. Was that him? I couldn't catch it. 
Yeah, doing his little cameo. He's a bit out of focus. He's a little out of focus. He's briefly in focus. He's fully in focus. He's out of focus now, please, thank you. <laughs> We've seen enough of him. Shot. You see, he was in this episode. He could have done a commentary for this episode. <laughs> this episode deserves a commentary. Yeah. And we didn't get one. You know, I didn't even until I looked up on Wikipedia or whatever, I didn't realize this was an extended episode. I don't know if I have the extended version on my set or not then. The original American set had the 45-minute uh, version. Mm. They uh, offered people an exchange for the extended version. British box set came with the extended version. Yeah, I have a feeling I probably have the 45-minute version. Oh, dear. Shut <laughs> uh, up, Daddy. I mentioned that in front of Jack. <laughs> for the wedding. I know. It's okay. Now, Jacob wouldn't make that sort of thing, say that sort of thing by mistake, oh. would he? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, did you just say would he? Uh, I said would he. Not the way it came out, mate. Sam really is conflicted over this wedding. What? Look at that smug look on Jacob's face. Job well done. More coffee? Sure. Yes, infinite coffee. Can you sit a <laughs> yeah. Oma de Stala, of course, played by Mel Harris, American actress. Mm. Oh, how am I supposed to put it? Man, are my dogs tired. That's good. How are your waffles? Best I ever had. Of course they were. But were they really there? Can you tell me why you stopped me from killing Anubis the last time I was ascended? Because if I didn't stop you, the others would have. And they wouldn't have been as nice about it. Wouldn't have been as nice about it? Really? Well, they do tend to be a bit more uh, hmm. decisive, don't they? Maybe not the naked part. But I didn't totally erase your memory, even though I was supposed to. There, okay, why is it okay to break some rules and not others? This is a really interesting way to do the whole thing. I like it. Well, if you think over the years, Oma has always been a font of information, but it's always been kind of disguised as metaphor and quotations. Wasn't it like season three the first time Oma showed up? Uh, yeah, as the uh, ethereal being. Yeah. With the Harsesis child. She was working through the uh, monk, though, at that time. Right. And the boot. But you do it. I walked the line. Believe me, I crossed it a few times and paid for it dearly. She walks the line. You want to drop a small bit of junk cash in there? Yeah, everybody was thinking that. You just need to be willing to put your prior human existence into the proper context. Sorry, I gotta get back to work. Coffee, please. The amazing Grace seems out of place, really, isn't it? A group of ascended beings. I like him. Chocolate or vanilla? I'm sorry, what? Chocolate or vanilla, the cake. Just in case you can't make the meeting with the caterer. Oh, I'm sorry. I really do want to be a part of this. I hope so. It's your wedding, too. I know. I do like a, an interior car shot where they're actually driving on the road. Yeah. Well, they're probably not. They're, all, they're probably on a, ro a low motor. I like the bumps. It's a nice touch, even if it's just moving the camera up and down. Well, like I say, if they're on the trailer, then you're getting the actual road movement through the trailer. That always looks so much better than the green screen behind the window. Because you seem a bit distracted. I'm sorry. So, your dad like me? Of course. Appreciate the fact that he's moving the wheel as you would move an actual wheel. 
<laughs> as opposed to the sort of, uh, yeah, with restraint. Not needing to be put in restraint because you're swerving all over the freaking road and causing a major <laughs> hazard. I know American highways have like five lanes in them, but some of the car movements I've seen in driving, you'd be across and back and across and back and you'd blow a tire in about half a mile. I also approve that he spends more time watching the road than he does looking at his passenger. Yeah. The council remains unwilling to destroy the weapon. For fear it will weaken the resolve of the Jafar to stand united against the remaining Goa'ul. You realize we have to consider that thing a threat to our security? Indeed. The Council recognizes the danger and has decided to take action by aggressively seeking out and killing Anubis. Once that threat has been eliminated, they will reassess the decision to destroy the device. Well, we don't even know if Anubis can be killed yet, do we? We must not suggest to the Jafar that he cannot be. At the very least, we can eliminate the remainder of the forces of Anubis. I believe this quest will unite many of the still-fractured armies by giving them focus on a common goal. Got anything to go on? Many of the Cole warriors were killed in battle with the replicators. Oh? Yeah, the warriors, the black-suited guys. Huh. Cole warriors on Tartarus. A preemptive strike is being prepared. Ooh. I suppose the amount of sugar he uses really matters, does it? No, not really. Muffled arguing. That is rather a lot of sugar. Yeah, let me take coffee with your sugar, Daniel. Yeah, that's definitely American waffle house, all right? Well, Canadian-American. American. I mean, that's piqued his interest, of course. You don't you really see Omar in any sort of disagreement or argument with anybody. Ah, curiosity has finally got the better of him. Be careful, Daniel. Hey, Hey! Daniel! How's it going? Do we know each other? I feel like I know you. Call me Jim. We ran into each other last time you were ascended. Ah. Nice to meet you again. Still haven't made up your mind, huh? Death or everlasting enlightenment? Don't really see the choice myself. Yeah, of course I don't want to be dead. It's just that, uh... And oddly, he's the only other one who's willing to talk to Dan. Yep. That's suspicious, all right. Why are you talking to me? Oh, you mean because these other snobs won't even look at you? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm different. Like Omar. Really? Because I, I kind of got the impression that you two don't quite see eye to eye. What? That little... <laughs> oh, that was nothing. Don't quite see eye to eye. Uh, love is tiff, that was... <laughs> yeah. Jim. He's played by... I don't know, this surname to doozy. George Zunza. <laughs> you can practice it later. Yeah. And put it in in post. <laughs> I assume I get it right. He's been in The Beast, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Jesse, Law and Order, and he's done a lot of voice work for animated Batman and Superman cartoons. Oh, like the guy who played Krieger in the original Highlander movie. Obviously, I had a little trouble with the fine print the last time. <laughs> you sure did. You know about that. It's all out there. I just don't see how I can agree to stand by and let Anubis destroy every living thing in the entire galaxy. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, thing. <laughs> We're halfway, by the way, more or less. Speaking of which, have you seen the latest? Yeah, the prime print, the sort of, you know, angstrom level. The newspaper headline reads, Secret Plan Revealed, Anubis's Dastardly Plot to Regain Ancient Weapon of Destruction. And in another heading, Consciousness Soup Highway to Go Through. 
cognitive work slated to begin after completion of precognitive testing by Mero Gartin, which I assume is Martin Gero. And we have a picture of Anubis, as he is at the moment. Now it all gets undone with the push of one button, leaving Anubis to recreate things all over to his own liking. There's a waste of a million odd years of evolution, huh? No, so we know the ancients used similar technology to populate Pegasus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That didn't really turn out as well for them as they had hoped either. No. They do think big, but they have all the flaws of uh, our society. Can I get a coffee? <laughs> If not more so. They've got almost limitless technology to back back the ideas all. Yeah. Can I open them now? Almost. This is rather a large mistake on Pete's part. Huge mistake on Pete's part. Okay. Now. She looks very housewifey, doesn't she? A little drab. Uh well, uh speechless, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Remember our first night together? Describe the house you always wanted. I can't believe this. Find <laughs> out something you do together. Yeah, you hear and discuss. And you're not going to believe the backyard. The dog's going to love it. Dog? Dog? What? Oh, you can see clearly she's not. Oh, dear. Yeah. Kitchen should be yellow. All my kitchens have been yellow. This pie is great. And there's nothing to wash it down with. Is there anything you can do to stop Anubis? I mean, you did say someone should do something. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny now, isn't it? It's funny now. Of course it is, but at the time I was thinking, yeah, why doesn't he? It'd be a conflict of interest for him to stop Anubis. (laughs) Ever so slightly. I could be so evil that I actually put a spoke in my own wheel. (laughs) I really don't like that new body he's got. (laughs) No, you haven't. In fact, you've hardly said anything at all. I really think Jim here gives a better view into who Anubis is personality-wise than all the other ones who played Anubis. Well, to be honest with you, if I was going to have someone play Anubis, if it wasn't a huge contextual error, I'd have Ronnie Cox do it. <laughs> he could have made Anubis just drip with supervillain goodness. Mm-hmm. You rejected everything Oma offered you, and now she just gives you an, another chance based on the goodness of her heart? Well, that is the point, isn't it? I mean, she's ascended. She is good. Sure. Best intentions. Do you know what happened between me and Omo? Why did I choose to take human form again? You should ask Omo. Well, if you look at Jim now, you know, he's got the charm you think that system lord would need. You can't just battle everybody for power and control. Mm. You know, you've got to get allies, you know, and bring people into the fold. And then kill them. Eventually, yes. As we know, when Anubis disappeared those thousands of years ago, he was top dog. She really is not comfy. Ah, Jack's lace, isn't it? Yeah. And Jack is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> More beer. It's a teeny tiny little grill. You would think Jack would have something bigger. Jack doesn't need to compensate for anything. Not compensating, but that's just barely big enough for the meat he has on there. Well, he, he doesn't have guests very often, does he? Yeah. Although, as we've seen in previous seasons, normally when one edgy member turns up, the rest turn up uh, <laughs> five minutes later. Whenever two SG members get to Jack's house, Jack's house turns into a nexus point for the entire galaxy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Which prevents them having a long time. What brings you to this neck of the woods on such a fine day, my backyard? Well, actually, I've, uh, <clears throat> I've been sitting in your driveway for the last ten minutes trying to work up the nerve to come and talk to you. Oh, back to awkward zone. 
Yep. Isn't Uber it me, Bronny? Yeah, he likes it well done. I don't know, he's jabbing it. Oh. Mm. He's just waving it around. It's like that scene from uh, the finale of Game of Thrones. Yes, but it's not this house, is it? It's a beautiful house. But... The, the, the truth is, I'm having second thoughts about the wedding. Very emotional, isn't she? Why? See, the, the thing is, the closer it gets, the more I get the feeling that I'm making a big, huge mistake. As Amanda yeah. said to me, no, uh, Pete didn't die. I just ripped his heart out and nailed it to a tree. <laughs> she said that to me. To me. I don't know what... You... I'm sorry to bother you with this. But, uh... See, there's actually a very good reason that I am bothering you with this. And if I don't tell you now, I might never... Jack, I looked everywhere. I could not... Yeah, Jack really should have cut her off. He knows he's got a guest. Oh, dear. Hello! <laughs> Ms. Johnson? Uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't... We were just meeting here in my backyard on this fine day to discuss the... <laughs> He's throwing the beer, beer about, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure the prop people hate Jack. Well, he's not drinking Heineken this time, is he? So It's probably a Canadian beer. Very similar body types. Oh, dear. It's Miss Cleavage. Well, yeah, but we got Sam buttoned up to the neck. Her, not so much. And where is he going to actually put that? Throw it on the barbie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now that the cat's out of the bag, you're here, why don't you just stay? I'm sure there's enough charred meat on the grill for all three of us. I've seen movies that started like that. Room for one more on top. I am. <laughs> Awkward. By the way, I want to congratulate you, Alan, on meeting Amanda Tapping and having no restraining orders result from the meeting. Difficult to get restraining orders result of the going... <laughs> I can barely string a frickin' sentence together. I thought it was more together than that. Okay, I'm on my way. I, I gotta go. Uh, it's my dad. You sounded okay on the video. That was because I was standing about 40 feet away. Oh, when you got closer, that was when the problem... Yeah, and the, the closer <laughs> was before that. Secret plan revealed. Is that an oxymoron? Kind of. But it still can be a secret plan as long as it... Even after being revealed. Well, you can't stay here forever, you know. Actually, I suppose you could. I just don't know why you'd really want to. Except for the great service. Don't she ever get a break? You can have coffee. Jim can't. Look, obviously I don't want to just die. I don't suppose there's any other options. I can't get into it. What's stopping you from ascending? I don't know. It's kind of funny they actually have them being back there working the grill. They could have just had one back the entire time. But they actually well, the, the, uh, the interesting thing with Jim there is that how he takes his coffee. Evil? Black. No sugar. Like his men. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That's a classic line from Airplane. How he likes Jaffa. <laughs> yeah. What, with polished domes? Hey, Mike can do it and you laugh. I do it and I get deafening silence with virtual tumbleweed. Sorry. An enigmatic smile. Yes. Dad? Oh, bad news here. You wondered why uh, he wasn't eating. Hmm. That's why we hadn't seen Selmac. I didn't want to ruin everything like this. Dad? It's Selmac. He's dying. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's okay. He's okay. He led a pretty full life. I didn't live with Jolinar that long, but I think I have some idea what it's like. Well, this is a little different, Sam. As you know, when a Tokra symbiote dies, they can prevent their host from dying, as Jolinar did with you. 
problem is that last selfless act requires a certain amount of energy and a conscious effort. What are you saying? By all rights, Selmak should have been dead weeks ago. I wouldn't let him go. I thought we needed him, that I needed him to help you stop the replicators. Dad? He hung on as long as he could. Then he slipped into a coma just after we activated the weapon on Dakara. You've known all this time since then? I didn't want to spoil your wedding. No, I thought we could make it. Hmm. This is what happens when you, you don't use a sarcophagus. You only live 2,000 years. Wait. What sort of life is that? Yeah, not enough time to get everything done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still haven't watched the final season of Breaking Bad. I haven't started it yet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die with him, Sam. You've got to admit, you know, that Tokra can be just as arrogant as a wall, but push comes to shove, they treat the host well, do the right thing most of the time. They did show that, but I, I think they showed that Selmak was the best one of the group. Don't know that we really saw any of the other Tokra Biots being as nice to their host. Yep. Wouldn't tell you. Nope. Had to find out for yourself last time, too. Man, were you pissed. About what? Oh, wow, that is quite the last name for Jim. Tell me. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Zunza, I think. Yeah, the D's got to be silent. Pretty much, yeah. What do you know about Anubis? I know he's half ascended, whatever that means. There are many planes of existence between human existence and ascension. Basically, the others use their collective powers to keep him from affecting anything on a grand cosmic level. But it's okay for him to destroy an entire galaxy. It's okay for him to do anything he could have done back when he was a regular old Goa'uld. And as we know, that little proviso is very important. Goa'ulds are bad. Anubis is as bad as they come. <laughs> and... And... And ascension requires that somebody be pure of spirit. One must be good to the very core to achieve enlightenment. So how does someone like Anubis ascend? Now he's getting it. Oma helps people ascend, but she never helps somebody like Anubis. Maybe not on purpose. Well, you, you say he tricked her somehow? Rule number one. No lone ascended being shall help a lower ascend. Lowers are what we call humans and such. If you deserve to be here, you should be able to get here on your own. If there's an exception, for whatever reason, a majority vote by the collective can get you in. But Oma thinks she knows better. And she's taking her licks for it. I admit, for the most part, she's brought good people on board. But as the old saying goes, nobody's perfect. Not even us higher beings. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oma helped Anubis ascend. <laughs> yeah. You want to take notes, Daniel? Yeah. Get out. Get out now. It's really the most emotional we've ever seen out of Oma, ever. Well, look at the time. I've got to go, kid. Uh, business to attend to. Uh... Nice talking to you. That probably shows you how powerful he was when he was a system lord. That's true, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Say something about how powerful he really was as well. The Earth has been very, very lucky. They came into the party when the system lords were all warring against each other. Never stood a chance if they were united behind one. Mm. No. Ooh. <laughs> I caused... That's true. Twisting the knife. He is. Joining the dots up for Daniel. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, isn't it? That's a great performance aren't you dead yet no he's got another 17 minutes I think <laughs> hang in there your friends from the Tokra come to visit it'll last till the end credits 
I can't believe there's nothing they can do. They can remove a grow old. In the last few years, you've almost perfected the process of saving a host. That process instantly kills the symbiote before it releases toxins. Well, maybe he can ascend yet, doesn't he? No, he doesn't ascend. No, he's not that enlightened. Well, he's just an Air Force general. They're not terribly enlightened. <laughs> Although I keep seeing reference here and there all over the place just how much the Air Force really appreciated Stargate. How positive a light they showed the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I've done things most men never dream of. I've heard that before. I just want to know you're going to be happy. I am. Don't let rules stand in your way. What are you talking about? You joined the Air Force because of me. I love my job. You know, for such a rampantly uh, anti-communist country, amazing that America have the Joint Chiefs. It's a very sort of collective viewpoint on things, although I think it's probably so that uh, you can have more than one person to blame when things go wrong. Yeah, and I think it's also so that, I think it's actually also somewhat because the Americans were nervous about giving one person, even the president, control all of the armed forces. So the Joint Chiefs provide a breakpoint where it's no longer just one direct gain. How's Colonel Carter's father? Doesn't look good. Sorry to hear that. Oh, it's the really like you. It's not you, it's me. Closing the door. Yeah. You're a nice guy, but... Uh, she's had her fun, she's used him. <laughs> Throwing him away now. We're good together. Yes. What do you say? A quickie for the road? Let me just sweep everything off my desk and I'll have your chevrons locked in no time. You have issues. It's okay. We all do. There's just one big one in particular that I don't think I can love with. You have issues. They're about five foot, they're about five foot six and blonde. I need to get out before I get more involved. We can still work together, can't we? I'd hate to have to ask for reassignment. This is really important to me. We agreed this would never affect the job. We did. Good. You know, there's just one thing I don't understand. Just one? Is the Air Force the only thing keeping you two apart? Rules and regulations? Because if it is, you're making a very big mistake. And you know what I should do? Retire. Okay, you can rip my heart out and stomp on it, I'll still walk with you, it'll be fine. I'll just, you know, get through gritted teeth. Is she really any kind of girlfriend we've seen? I'm sure Jack has had liaisons. Well, yeah, because he had that relationship in 100 days. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. forgot about that. There was one... I can't really believe all these years without picking up the odd uh, woman at a local bar, you know. He's not that good a boy, Jack. <laughs> No, that strikes me as a very Jack thing to do. I don't have a problem believing he picked up the odd woman here and there, but I have no problem believing he spent most of the last ten years without actually seriously dating anyone. Mm -hmm. Even though they let him heal from his son, that still really messed him up pretty bad. Ooh, some ships. The fleet in business. This victory will present us with many new challenges that will require your wisdom and sound judgment. 
What our people will require is a youthful, vital leadership. And that is something others are better suited to provide. You are only as old as you believe yourself to be. Talk to me in 50 years. Ah, so this is the, uh, mm. the plan. They've got power, they've got influence. What we're going to do with it? We're going to attack Anubis's homeworld. We're going to blow shit up. Nothing could go wrong. We're going to surprise him. Most powerful single being in the universe. We got guns, we need to go shoot them. <laughs> mm. I wonder, looking at him in Continuum, did they actually add grey to the beard? Oh, that looks a rather weak pickle on top of the mm. <laughs> bun. Oh, that's a butter pickle or something like that. Interesting shot, mm. this is. I think we've got this set, we're going to use it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, uh, they're behind the counter now, aren't they? They'd have to be for yeah. the shot, yeah. Camera's probably running on the counter, on the little rails. I don't understand, they only sent him halfway back, why not all the way? It's complicated. Yeah, what isn't around here? They warned him. He wasn't allowed to use any knowledge or power unless he otherwise would have gained it as a go-out. I don't understand. They let him wreak havoc. They don't care if he destroys all life in the galaxy, life they themselves created. They haven't stopped me from continuing my work. You're stupid, mm. Daniel, come on! They revealed the weapon, activated mm -hmm. it, and coupled that with Baal's programming of the gate system, Anubis can now use it. Until then, he wasn't allowed. Mm -hmm. You're forced to watch, powerless to interfere. They let Anubis do whatever he wants just to punish you. I told you before, the galaxy from the plane of existence is so small and insignificant compared to the rest of the universe. I don't care. It's wrong. That's what you said last time. Anubis has time to set up the long plan to let the pieces fall into place slowly. Excuse me. Hey, isn't it enough already? I mean, a whole galaxy of innocent people enslaved and tortured for generations. Now on the verge of being destroyed for nothing. This is pretty much the same sort of punishment they gave Jaya. Mm -hmm. You know, to watch over a people and protect them, but watch the rest of the uh, galaxy burn. That was the one who came back with Sam, right? The Atlantis one with living lightning. In her being the one that came back with Sam, and then Oma. Yep, three ancients punished the same way. Hey, I'm talking to you! Yeah, probably went through this last time, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Probably didn't work then. Okay. Well, I know you can hear me. Hasn't she suffered enough already? And certainly enough other people have suffered to punish her. I'm acting here. Respond to me. Give me some feedback. Something, anything. <laughs> okay, you can't choke something that's basically light. <laughs> and even in the afterlife... Can I get a discussion with Wardrobe about what I'm wearing here? You gotta show off those biceps even in the other life. Mm -hmm. That's why I keep doing what I do. Anubis can't be killed. Not by you. Not by me. Yeah, you may not be surprised that Michael got nomination for Best Lead Performance by Mail. A Leo Award nomination for this episode. Surprisingly, no disrespect to Amanda, she won the best lead performance by a female for uh, this episode. For this episode? Yeah, at least that's what it says on Wiki. Hmm. He is not here. No one is here. Nobody's here. Couldn't you scan the planet from orbit? Hmm. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. All those poor Jafar left back under Kara to defend it. Mm -hmm. Who thought they were missing out on all the fun? Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. 
You were right, old friend. The device at Takara should have been destroyed at all costs. Yeah, it's a bit late for that, isn't it, Brita? Time to run back. We've left the most powerful weapon in the galaxy, undefended. Oopsie. Go already. Well, this could be a, a rare example of a deathbed scene in Stargate that's an actual deathbed scene. Why doesn't uh, Alma come along and help him ascend? We're not worthy! We're not worthy! Yeah, just a regular dude. Daniel has shown over the years that he's, he pushes back the boundaries of knowledge and compassion. He's proved himself. Let's not forget self-sacrifice. Actually, I'm fine. Good even, strange as that sounds. I thought I lost him four years ago. Since then, we've been closer than we ever were my whole life. In a way, Samak gave me the father I never thought I'd know. It's a pity they couldn't use a token we already knew. Yeah, that would have been nicer. How many times over the course of the entire show did we see the medical room with the viewing area above behind the glass? How many times that set was used? Quite often. And also, mostly, it was a much bigger room because they had people locked in it and used it for interrogation. Mm -hmm. Multi-purpose room. Always. Such a simple scene. But given their history, you really don't need much dialogue. Just Sam and Jack holding each other. And one word, always. Summing up everything Jack feels for her. And this is where he has to let her go. There are some things he can't help her with. Yeah, and she's teleported down. I didn't even see her leave Jack's side. Yeah, they showed it. <laughs> even Thor would uh, probably say, yeah, I'm not using the transporter for six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy humans. And Jacob's final words to his daughter, I love you. And we get to bid a fond farewell to Palmer Nozangiano, who played Jacob and Selmak wonderfully. It can still be seen in uh, episodes of The Mentalist, Lie to Me, Castle, more recently Bunheads, and he's in upcoming productions The Mob, Sharkskin, Shadows, and Duke. Thank you for everything, Carmen. There's another Johnny, and it's just a. Uh... Originally just on for that one episode where Sam and Jack went to DC to get a medal or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah, here he is. More good news. Ooh. Hey, Danny boy, you see the paper? No, what's it say? The trick worked. Those stupid Jaffa took half their ships to hunt down Anubis. Meanwhile, his army was poised to attack Dakara. The remaining rebel Jaffa guarding Dakara are being slaughtered. It's only a matter of time before old Anubis gets his hands on the weapon. I'm sorry, you sound almost happy about that. Who, me? Yeah. At last. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, you're not just watching. You're coming in here to rub it in. Why are you taking such pleasure in her punishment? Me? I don't have anything against Oma. I think she's great, don't I? <laughs> Hell, she's the one that helped me ascend. You got it, man. Yep. Pieces are starting to click in Daniel's head. Mm -hmm. You are a nervous. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, that, oh, that yeah, we go. Grin. It's a great grin. It is, isn't it? Wonderfully wicked. And that lovely laugh. 
<laughs> this is way more evil than he was ever in in any other episode. It's almost like Santa Claus being evil, isn't it? Pretty much. You go to sit on his knee and he goes, oh, what do you want, little boy, then slits your throat. <laughs> She's a major in the Air Force. She travels off-world. You didn't really think... Isn't she up beyond major now? Wasn't she Lieutenant Colonel now? Or is that next season? Didn't she get <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel when... Uh, didn't she get Lieutenant Colonel when Jack got general? She did, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, because after I edit this, I would have said Colonel. Well <laughs> 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 played, Mike. Well played. Don't try and use the fifth street to get out of this. Revisionist history. Yeah, it works for everybody. I hope you get what you want. That's it? You can see his little heartbreaking. What do you want? Don't cry. Don't cry, Pete. You want me to get down on my knees and beg? God, no. Of course not. He's not crying about the breakup. He's crying about the fact that he's lost his deposit. <laughs> yeah. I'm in escrow, you bitch. <laughs> oh. Uh, Bye, Sam. Pete. And goodbye to David DeLuise, the last appearance of Pete Shanahan. You survived a romance with Sam. Congratulations. It wouldn't actually be an easily peel-offable sold sticker. They'd probably pull the thing out the top and slot a sold one in. You know, they only left it like that for dramatic effect. The rebel fleet guarding the car has fallen to the forces of Anubis. Braytac and the remaining rebel ships will not arrive in time. Ah, uh, lovely talk. Whenever you visit, you bring bad news. Seriously. Well, then we find the biggest damn nuke we can and we shove it right through the gate now. <laughs> yeah, <nuke. laughs> He's upset. He's had a bad breakup. Yeah. <laughs> I want to nuke somebody. <laughs> exactly. Can I blow up the mountain instead? <laughs> May only buy us the 38 minutes at the gate. Go, go, just go. Go, Walter. Mm-hmm. Sergeant, call the office site now. <laughs> Oop. Always bad timing. Sergeant, Sergeant David. That's not me. What? I don't know. Incoming wormhole. Loved the way that closed up. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That's not going to stop the energy from the weapon. If it is the weapon. Kept on wanting someone to get their arm stuck through and have it sliced off. No iris codes. We're too late. Self-destruct. That's not going to destroy the gate, and theoretically there's only a remote chance it would disengage an active incoming... Carter! Uh, <laughs> not in the mood. What? <laughs> oh, you make a great cup of coffee. Look at that, he's almost dancing. He is. Well, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, it was worth a try. Hmm. Not gonna work. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You don't have the power. No, you don't. But I do. <laughs> that is very gloat all you like, Anubis. But maybe you went a little too far. Oh, they're not with the now. Fight! Yeah, fight. <laughs> you can't kill me either. I can fight you. Well, you can't win. It won't matter. You won't be able to do anything but fight me back. What are you going to do? Something I should have done a long time ago. Oh, no. 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 This is what they wanted her to do. Amazing self-sacrifice. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's actually solved the problem, and it is eternal punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but all those ancients looking at Daniel just creeps me out. 
their goals are served, so it's yeah. all okay. Yeah, pretty sure that nobody else is going to go around helping corporeals as then. Mm-hmm. Now what? <laughs> yeah. Who's paying this bill? Walter looks worried. Oh, that's what we want. Five, four. <laughs> Brace yourself. Oh, oh, that's not good. That's nah, not right. Didn't we be dead? <laughs> Correctly. Oh. Wormhole disengaged. What's going on? I don't know. Must be some kind of system malfunction. That's impossible. Shut it off. Cancel the damn self-destruct. <laughs> Get me a sledgehammer. I'll blow the bomb up myself. Don't there need two people to enter the code? Not to abort the self-destruct, only to initiate. Hmm. You always want to make it easy to turn off the bomb. The Cull Warriors became disorganized and confused. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Although, too many times, the big armies end up falling by the wayside because mm -hmm. one person or one ship gets destroyed. Many Jafar lost their lives at Takara. Those that survived are united as never before. And we are in agreement. The weapon must be destroyed. Well, that's good. A new memorial will be erected in its place. Good people. Giant staff weapon. <laughs> I still don't quite understand what happened. One minute Anubis is about to push the button that ends all life in the galaxy, and the next minute he's just gone. Indeed. Yeah. I wonder what happened. We're about to find out. <laughs> Something Daniel did. Some means. If not, why would he forfeit the weapon and his army? You think? I do. <laughs> Jack sinking. Told you. <laughs> of what do you speak? O'Neill believes that Daniel Jackson is somehow responsible. Nope, it wasn't me. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Anybody else hear that? I'm in here! <laughs> it was just me, was it? I'm not hearing things. <laughs> that's Daniel. Well, yeah. at least he's not unconscious, so that's one thing. Yep. Don't, don't come in! Whoa! Whoa. Hey there! Ooh. <laughs> Too much. There was a comment made that he glances briefly at the American flag before ripping the uh, Stargate one down. He does look ridiculously buff. It's a long story. <laughs> Sam looks so uncomfortable. Really? Sam wants to actually admire how well Daniel looks. The pond. The fabled pond. Yes. No fish or some fish, depending on which day it mm -hmm. is. This is great. I told you. I can't believe we didn't do this years ago. Yes, well... Let's not dwell. Or reality it is. Mm -hmm. There are no fish in this pond, are there? Nope. <laughs> All these years, though, she finally says, oh, it's quite nice, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Here come the boys. Oh, there we go. They've got the beer. <laughs> they were clearly expecting to not get a ninth season out of the show. It's very much winding down. Nice. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it would have been a perfect ending. Tartiok hated fishing. He does, but let's face it. Although it could be just the fact that uh, he was... Uh, uh, I wonder it's the main reason for the ballback so you can't read the label on the beer. You <laughs> <laughs> know, that was fun. Was. You can't really complain about that episode. It's had an unusual history. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, originally being a 45-minute episode. An additional version, 103-minute episode, the one we just watched. You'll have to check if you've got that on your DVDs. Yeah, don't recall seeing anything this time around that I haven't seen before. And, you know, 20 minute difference nearly. That Well, yeah, nearly 20 minutes. Quite a lot of material to cut out. If you go into the wiki page, they actually list all the uh, books to the episode. 
and it really would have probably butchered the episode because there's a lot of character development and uh, storytelling involved in it. They would have had that out, you know, all of Pete's scenes or all of Jacob's scenes or something. Yeah, they're just, well, like I say, if it was eventually going to be, could have ended up being series finale, then maybe you wouldn't have needed any Pete story at all. Mm. Probably could have put pretty much everything on and just left it, oh, she's going to get married at some point. Okay then, folks, that was Threads. Next week, we return to Stargate Atlantis for the episode The Gift, where we learn a little bit more about Taylor. We'd love to hear from you about Threads or The Gift or any episode of Stargate we've covered or will cover. If you want to get in touch with us, these are the ways. You can email us, including an audio message, using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And we have groups and pages on both Facebook and Google+. You can search for us using the generic Stargate, or more specifically Gatecast. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, under Gatecast. And we simply swoon when we get an iTunes rating and review. They help the show get promotion on that service. Twitter seems to be popular. And you can find us at the Gatecast, which is one word. And finally, there is our main website, gatecast.co.uk, which has a variety of contact and links for keeping our Stargate family all together. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and you'll join us next week for The Gift. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I'm Jeff. Take care, everybody. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.